0: Hey, folks, it's the Time Enough podcast where we talk about episodes of the Twilight Zone and beyond. This is Matt here. What up? It's your boy, Luke. That's Luke there. Yes. See, I didn't even have to introduce you. It just happened.
1: You know what you haven't brought up yet? I named this podcast.
0: You did? He named this podcast.
1: That's one skill I think I'm pretty good at is naming podcasts. (laughs) I say that. None of them have much success, so maybe I'm actually bad at it.
0: Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) Hopefully we have lots of listeners by now. This is... A few episodes in. A few episodes in being uh, the four of us are dying. There's only two of us in the podcast today. I mean, I guess everyone's dying. Slow, yeah, uh, dying to slow death. That's, that's a pretty cup is half empty. I think they say, like, it's around, like,
1: 25 you start dying. Oh. Like, basically, your body's not growing or improving or anything anymore. It's just downhill.
0: I don't know. I think you can work it out to improve a bit. I feel like yeah, I improved yeah, but, a like, <laughs> bit. But, like,
1: if you just treat it as... Like, I'm def- I'm probably the healthiest I've ever been at 31. Yeah. I exercise pretty regularly and stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I had to jump up, you know, about 38 or something because I had been a, a slovenly fool for several years before that. So but I
1: do keep discovering that there are things I can't do that I used to be able to do. Right. Mostly involving eating stupid
0: food. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and run down the trivia for this one. We have um, four Arch Hammers, our lead character's Arch Hammer. We have four of him for a somewhat confusing four actors, which you can imagine would be a casting nightmare. Um, Harry Towns was Arch Hammer Mark I, and he was a Broadway actor that transitioned into television starting in the 1950s. He showed up in TOS and made a mark in The Incredible Hawk, playing Del Fry, a man with the ability to turn into a hawk-like creature himself. He also became an ordained Episcopal minister in 1974, which seems to be some kind of fun fact.
1: Do you know who he was in TOS? uh no i've definitely seen the hulk crew fights another hulk thing yeah and i've seen all of tos i will have seen him in both those roles but i didn't recognize him. okay
0: yeah i was just oh tos we we love tos around here so i I wrote it down but uh i'm sorry i did not catch the specific episode but if someone wants to tell us go ahead ross martin was our musician and he is best known for playing artemis gordon on in the 60s series wild wild west he also voiced Dr. Paul Williams in C Lab 2020, which is before they all went nuts in the much later C Lab 2021. It's 2021 now, but it's 2022 when everyone's hearing this, so everyone's more crazy.
1: Was there a sci-fi set in 2022?
0: Uh, yes, Soil and Green. Okay, we talked it, about it. It seems like a good number for it, right? Yeah, two o two two. Philip Fine played our gangster, and he made his bread and butter as a television character actor appearing on shows like The Adventures of Superman and the Desilu Westington Playhouse, a show definitely important to the growth of The Twilight Zone. I assume he basically just played this character and everything. Yeah. Just gangster guy. Yeah, he's the gangster. He's a straight G. The man whose pops was out to get him, just throwing one more guy in here, um, was Don Gordon. Though it was mostly TV producers out to get him for roles such as a Blue Angels TV series that aired around 1960. He was a buddy of Steve McQueen as well, and ended up with roles in some of his movies, such as *Bullet* and *The Towering Inferno*. When he first turned into this guy, I thought it was going to be a throwaway gag, and I
1: assumed this was a real celebrity.
0: No, that's that's the big yeah, that's twist
1: a big of the show. Plot twist, but yeah, I thought it was like, <clears throat> oh, he turned into a real boxer of the time. I thought that was what
0: was going on. I mean, I'm not sure I'd recognize boxers of our time. Oh, but there's a couple, like the big ones. But- yeah. But in general, yeah, I mean, it's not like a more like to recognize all the boxes from Rocky than any real boxers. Exactly, I know Apollo <laughs> Creed, right? So <laughs> yeah, but like, I guess I'd know Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather. That's all I had in me. So yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, oh oh oh, I think there's a couple of British ones I'd recognize. Who
0: made the grills? Foreman, George Foreman. He oh made, yeah, but uh, I'd I recognize
1: know... him more for his grills. Than oh, that's for what I his say. I know him for
0: the grills, not for the <laughs> boxing. But I do remember, like you know, seeing him in headlines and stuff as a <laughs> boxer at the time. Um, It's a kind of a long prologue, sorry. Can you prologue us?
1: His name is Arch Hammer. He's 36 years old. He's been a salesman, a dispatcher, a truck driver, a comm man, a bookie, and a part-time bartender. This is a cheap man, a nickel-and-dime man with a cheapness that goes past the suit and the shirt. A cheapness of mind, a cheapness of taste, a tawdry little man that goes... Nope, I because I shook my head. A tawdry little man on the seat of his conscience, and a dark room, squid at a world whose sunlight has never gotten through to him. But Mr. Hammer has a talent discovered at a very early age. <laughs> this much he does have. He can make his face change. He can twitch a muscle, move a jaw, concentrate on the cast of his eyes, and he can change his face. He can change it into anything he wants. Mr. Archie Hammer, Jack of all trades, has just checked in at a 380 a night with two bags, some newspaper clippings, a most odd talent, and a master plan to destroy some lives. I like how your voice
0: kept changing, too. Because I didn't want to make it just goofy.
2: Yeah.
1: And I realized it was becoming goofy a couple of times, and I know... Andrew's already done Goofy, so I don't want to just do Goofy.
0: No, when you started, I was like, oh, really, you you chose that voice for this long of a prologue. <laughs> um, for the second week in a row, we have Rod Serling just, like, slamming a dude down in the prologue. Like, yeah. this is a, just a rank bastard. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this turd. Yeah. Do you want to see him go to the
1: Twilight Zone? He's
0: gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he kind of... He'll we'll get to it later, so, but he kind of is the Twilight Zone, in a way. Um,
1: you think the Twilight Zone is your ally? You really adopted the Twilight Zone. I was born in
2: it. molded by it.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, Arch Hammer, I guess he's kind of like a, a mutant, like an X-Men-style mutant, like kind of like ahead of his time.
1: Yeah, so, this of the ones you brought me on for, I feel like this is the most straight-up... Here is a sci-fi concept, but they don't explain it. So it's not quite like pure sci-fi, but yeah, like a shapeshifter, a changeling goes on to be done in like everything after this. And yeah. this is just that idea. And I guess I won't get into it yet, but there's the way this ends has been ripped off by every single shapeshifter in TV and film since.
0: <laughs> so I, yeah, now, now I'm wondering if we've seen many shapeshifters before this. In cinema or TV, I, I can't think of one, but I,
1: I'm not as familiar with like. I know, like in Metropolis, she puts on a fake. She disguises herself as that woman. Yeah. But it's just that one skin that she wears. Right. It's not like. And Mission Impossible had did Mission Impossible have the masks like in the movies? And that was after, the, that was after this. Anyway. One
0: yes, it did, and two it was several years after this. Right. So that doesn't work. Do I, um, I feel like this probably was. Yeah. I know, like in mythology, there are like changelings and stuff. Right.
1: So it's not like this created the very concept. No. But the but way it does it on screen, where it's like you switch to a different actor in the same clothes. I mean, we don't have like a morphing effect, but of course we don't.
0: Yeah. It's inspired, but, well, uh, the, the effects are very cool. Like, oh, yeah. You can see how they're, you know. Yeah, it's have, done they, really smartly. The way they do it, you know, like the, you have the fake mirror. Okay, one guy runs out, next guy runs in. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's done well, despite not having like any special effects. I mean, it's all, it's all. Well, you get to T2, and they're still using Le damlins twin. Yeah, exactly. It's not even in-camera effects, it's just like moving the camera in a yeah. certain way, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I remember watching the director's commentary for the first Transformers film. There's a bit where Frenzy transforms, but instead of actually showing him transform, the camera pulls away and then swings back and the CD player's gone. <laughs> and like Michael Bay is just like, yeah, I remember Spielberg being like, I can't believe you just saved $30 million and it looks better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I've been noticing that all of the female protagonists are, like, 26, 27. Mm. And all of the male ones, well, or main characters, I guess it's not really protagonists, but uh, are 35 or 37, which I guess corresponds to Serling's age at the time. Yeah, that's just... I guess that's why. That's pretty standard TV fare, even today, right? I
1: mean, we people have... Are, to... People are excited that mm-hmm. Carrie-Anne Moss has been allowed to be in the love interest again at, at 54.
0: <laughs> and it's, like, 2021, and that's still shocking, so... <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, in my notes, I just kept making uh, face-off jokes.
1: Well, I feel like the... She didn't look like she was that different in age from the singer.
0: Oh, face-off jokes. I'm talking like Nick Cage. and Yeah, yeah I know. You
1: know no, or... but I mean, yeah, I was going back to your
0: original point. Oh, oh, oh the woman in this one. But yeah. she's not the main character, right? Yeah, she seems to be age-appropriate. Is There isn't a female main character in this.
1: Oh, you mean like the, if the lead actor is female, if the... I, right, was, right, I was right, thinking right. of the torch singer. I was thinking like in an episode, right?
0: Oh, I meant the torch singer. Like, like she seemed to be like maybe mid-30s as opposed okay. to 20s. But right. Yeah. But she was slightly burnt out as a torch. A burnt out torch. <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like in this one, yeah, it's not like it's an older man and younger woman love interest. They seem about right for each other.
0: Except that he's, you know, faking well, Oh yeah. Else, so. I mean,
1: it's not okay. But, but <laughs> in terms of the acting choices, that's not a weird thing.
0: Yeah, he's, he's certainly a... a yeah, because
1: she was dating the real singer before this guy came into it. Right. So, yeah, the, the plot of this episode is just, what if a change shapeshifter was a real... <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, even with his shape shifting powers, his plan was a bit wonk.
1: Yeah. He's he going was very much winging it.
0: He, yeah, I mean, he's got newspaper clippings of these people, basically. Well, he would have gotten away with it, if, it hadn't,
1: if he hadn't... Those muscle hadn't turned up just as he was leaving. Yeah. Because, yeah, all he had to do is get around the block and change his face. Right. And that mafioso was never going to find him.
0: Yeah, I guess he can get away with most... I mean, I assume he has been getting away with most things. Yeah, I think that's what's implied. He's just been doing this for years. This is like... this is the night where he didn't get away with it. This is the anti-Incredible Hawk where he he rolls into a new town every night and screws things up just for the fun of it? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess he makes... Okay, he gets that bag of cash, but... The
1: thing in this one, I think, was just he wanted to make a load of
0: money and run off with a beautiful woman.
1: Yeah. And he found the two dead people he needed to do that, so So, what is he yeah, gonna... Like, Rod Sterling was not incorrect in his assessment of this guy at the start of the episode. <laughs> no, no, he
0: wasn't wrong. I'm just like, yeah. It's like, should, should he tell us right up front or let us like, work it out a bit on our I own? I wonder
1: if there was a version where he didn't. And then people are like, Rod, the main character in this is a like awful piece of s. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess I should make it clear that you're not actually meant to root for this guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would have been a little hard to root for him at any point. Um, you, you
1: would have been like, ooh, is he trying to, you know, do this woman a favor and help her say goodbye? And it's like, oh, no, he's just decided to steal a dead woman's girlfriend, <laughs> dead man's girlfriend, sorry.
0: Well, I, yeah, I just put like, um, you know, always ask suspicious. If you have a suspicious encounter, it's like someone has just come back from the dead. Maybe you should ask him a personal question or two. Yeah, but I guess most people in the real world
1: don't assume that shapeshifters are going to be something they run into. Yeah, me and you would jump to that conclusion. If someone comes back from the dead, I, that, that should... But if, if I see a-, a loved one, I, my mind's not going to be thinking logically. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I thought you were dead. Especially in the 50s, where it's not like... Like you said, she just had like a radio report and then didn't see him for a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Okay. A- anyway, yeah, I, I what, re- as a musician, what really entertained me is when they tried to get him to uh, play an instrument he just... Dart straight out of the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's something you can't fake, I guess. So that that was fun because I I want I'd go jam with the guys, but I guess I'm a musician. That I'm thinking of the um, what's it called Quantum Leap episode where he's in the blind pianist,
1: and it's the opening. He's like in the guy's body right at the end of a concert, and everyone's calling for the encore. <laughs> so he just plays like chopsticks, and everyone
0: laughs, and he leaves the stage. <laughs> Did he play chopsticks well is the important part? Yeah, well, it turns out he
1: Apparently, um... I try to remember the name of the character. I cotton him Leap. Scott Bakula. No, no, the actor. Dr. Scott Bakula. <laughs> but anyway. Jonathan Crane. <laughs> turns out he can play from um, sheet music. Mm. So the trick is they just... Al holds <laughs> up sheet music and he plays the songs as if it's from memory. <laughs> I play mostly from sheet music. Yeah, but you also don't do solo, like full theater, piano concerts.
0: Okay, good point.
1: <laughs> and also, you're not blind. <laughs> I would do a Quantum Leap podcast, by the way, in a heartbeat.
0: <laughs> Get to that one eventually. Okay. Um, so, uh, the next guy he meets, uh, he, he now he decides to go hang out with a mob. Right. Which, again, Arch Hammer himself is a very good actor, throwing himself into these... Mm. Completely. I mean, even with his powers, it's a, if you had these powers, would you be throwing yourself into that situation? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> he just talks smack straight into the mob boss's face and then runs off with his money. I guess he's, he's I, maybe
1: over the years of doing this, he's learned how people react to seeing a dead person. Yeah. And that he can get away with a lot of stuff during that brief moment where they're shocked.
0: I, I do like where the mob boss, like, destroys his television in, like, a really bizarre manner when he first sees him. Yeah. What does he do? He, like, like turns around in, in the he turns process around and smashes his beard. Like, were they really that, like, fragile in the 50s? It was a breakaway TV. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you're a mob
1: boss, you need things around that you can smash to show your age.
0: Right. He's got, like, three
1: of them in the cupboard <laughs> to replace it with.
0: Just, like, to always keep an extra pair of pants for me around. He's, like, yeah. always keeping our TV for me around. Yeah, something like that. Well, during, like, the... 60s, 70s and 80s is that what hotels had to do when rock artists came into town? Exactly. <laughs> Keith Moon was given all breakaway stuff. Yep. But that makes it more fun. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about if you, if you break, like, in, in the oral hygiene where it was like the, uh, you know, the cars and the breakaways so and people just start hitting that for fun. Yep. Yeah, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> maybe not in Japan but they would They would in the States and they wouldn't in the UK I'm sure. Well, it's like,
1: I'm always amazed when I walk around a Japanese town and there's so many just like statues and stuff completely underfaced.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, and he is sharp enough to know, get your own your own money out of the drawer, so... Yeah. I, I, he has been around this block a few times, so I guess he is a... He, he's a horrible con man, but he's a skilled artist, so we have to give him that. Well, so, like
1: like Rod says at the start, like, he does have that talent. He's good at this, if yeah. nothing
0: else. So getting back to the boxing, I guess, as we started all this off with, uh, while getting away from the mob, he sees a poster, and I, I love how it shows some flipping out. So like, I mean... I don't know. To a 1960 audience, is it like, not obvious. Like, dude, there's a face right there. Maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess up to that point, and it made it clear that he can't change face without a photo.
0: Right. As as um, that's what they
1: were trying to establish. Yeah. We saw that he had the photos, but this is establishing, like, oh, he needs one to hand to do it.
0: Could he just not, like, make, like, like a random face? Well, that's it, because later on he does turn back to the boxer. Yeah.
1: So presumably he could have just turned back into the singer.
0: Well, maybe he just he's like a Rogue in the X-Men where she just stores everything that she's yeah, yeah, yeah. taken in.
1: No, but that's what I mean. It, it later it implies that he can do that.
0: Yeah. So I don't know why he didn't do that in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he had to meet his fate, um, no. which is um, a very Darth Vader, I am your father moment, I guess. Yeah, he turned into this supposedly quite famous boxer.
1: Happens to be on the street where that guy's dad is <laughs> selling newspapers. <laughs> And, uh, Turns out his dad hates
0: his guts. <laughs> <laughs> that was some, like, serious rage hate, too. That was, like, not, like, small rage hate. Oh, well, he started off, it seemed like he wasn't angry, but then
1: he didn't recognize his own dad and then shoved him in the face. So, like, the rage hate came about because of the dude's actions.
0: Yeah, but it seemed like he burned his bridge on the way out at some point. Like yeah, yeah, I mean, he the definitely boxer, had already the boxer, burned yeah. his bridge,
1: right? But then he, the dad tried to make amends, and he's like, no, f- Oh, sorry, I'm just... I dropped an S-bomb and an F-bomb in this one.
0: I know I, I have to go back and add my interesting sound. Um, <laughs> no, I wrote, um, you know, Arch sucks, but throwing down fake dad in this case kind of seemed like the right response to the situation.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if he had actually been this guy, then no. Well, no, no. But, but he's not, right? He, so, yeah, for Arch, it was the correct decision. Yeah. Should have done it a bit earlier.
0: <laughs> and then he goes out like Marvin Gaye. You know Marvin Gaye, right? I know of him. Let's get it on.
1: Yeah, but I, mean, I don't know. Did he get shot?
0: By his own father. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Who was a, a, a um, like, Baptist or some some sort of, like, pretty hardcore Christian minister. Oh. <laughs> Dang. He's like, you don't keep singing that sex music, man. I'm going to yeah. shoot you. He's like, I'm going to keep singing that sex music. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to keep singing that sex music. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's why I thought of when, um, at, 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 of course, it long before that happened. But, uh, yeah, I just see... Yeah, Saint Patrick's. Do we know
1: for sure he was a boxer? There's a shirtless poster of him, but maybe he was just doing like stripping and gay bar stuff, and that's why his dad wanted to shoot him. In
0: 1960, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually,
0: no, I think he had boxing gloves on in the picture.
1: That doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't
0: just stripping. <laughs> I'm dancing and boxing. It might be a little more like burlesque music at this point, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna make that your episode, go for it. I am not gonna take that from I'm you. I'm not judging the guy. Yeah. <laughs> His dad was, but I'm not. So where where have we seen this echoed? I, I, I... So
1: what the bit that I'm thinking of is the way he dies and goes through all the faces. Mm. Terminator two does it. Right. Um Mystique does it when she gets stabbed by Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, various characters in like Buffy and stuff do it. Um the has done it a few times, in different Spider-Man things. Ditto does it at the end of Detective Pikachu. Uh, like any shapeshifter who dies, this is what you have to show: is them going through all the faces as they die.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just, it's. Oh, I'm pretty sure this is where it originated. I'm wondering going record this would be the first now. time. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it is a cool effect with with no effects. That's a great even thing here. It's effects. worked. They just fade through them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get to. I, I've been leaving out a couple of very choice elements of this episode, being the music and the set. Yeah, <laughs> the music oh, yeah. is uh, Jerry Goldsmith. Okay, who did Planet of the Apes, uh, Star Trek the Motion Picture? Um,
1: was it? Did he make? The, did he make the soundtrack for this episode? Yes, this one was okay. made one for, the for the episode,
0: episode and it's that that just that you can hear a little Planet of the Apes uh, hmm. atonal stuff in there, and then the rest of it's just like you know, pause and jazz, and this is a good soundtrack. Uh, the Blu-ray does have an isolated score that you. Oh, okay, am nice. As geek as I am, I'm not geek enough to listen to isolated scores. But if if you are, then being you the listener, um, it's probably a good place to go do that. What I want is a Blu-ray with the Lord of the
1: Rings films
0: with only the music,
1: that all does. the dialogue and sound effects taken out. Seems like that would exist. Surely isn't.
0: That was something I was hearing about. Um, getting back to the, uh, you've mentioned before, like Japanese, like the Star Wars prequels, better, right? Mm. And and it. It seems in great part George Lucas really didn't care about the dialogue. He was just like, look at what you're seeing, you know? Yeah, Which, yeah, I, I guess that's cool. That's always been my assumption, right? It's because
1: when they're dubbed, they probably all sound as good as each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, with uh, Harrison's, you can, you, can, you can write this. But you, but you, see, I added <laughs> myself. But you, but you can't speak it. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, maybe, um, maybe there's just a really good writer who's written all the Star Wars translations for Japan. So they all have amazing dialogue. They're all Shakespearean, or it's just that you know nothing in Japan has good dialogue. So who cares? Could could Shakespeare make sand sound good? Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't even dislike the Star Wars prequels, man. Yeah. No. I I I'm, oh I thought you said Coruscant, Sand. Oh okay. Yeah I no, yeah Coarse
0: Coruscant, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the set is just wow. I I I can't think of many sets I like better than this uh, weird kind of surreal neon, you know, jazz and cityscape. That's really cool. And that's... The only thing I didn't like about it
1: was for some reason they couldn't actually stop the camera on the sign they wanted to show, so they always did a really awkward
0: freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I really liked? Um You could... Like riding in a you know Disney dark ride or something, you could see some of the um, soundstage lights at the top sometimes. But it, it just worked; it didn't matter. No, in this case, it didn't matter because yeah. it was so stagey looking. And again, Arch Hammer is basically a, a you know an actor. Right. Like he has to play all these roles, so it makes sense. I really like that uh, element. Yep. So that set kind of makes it a
1: shame that we didn't get to record this in a 1950s diner surrounded by neon lights. We tried to,
0: but they they now only sell jeans, and you can't eat jeans. <laughs>
2: And so
1: Matt's like, oh, we go to this amazing burger place. So we walk up there, as we're approaching, he's like, by the way, I remember this place is shutting down, but Google says it's open. And we get there and we can see the lights are on and it looks, still looks like a 50s diner. We're getting closer, it still says, like, Canafolia-style dining, pizza burgers, shakes, whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah, legit. And then we're over the road from it, waiting for the lights to change. And I can see signs for these, um, was it the Flathead and RDJ, which are pretty famous, like, denim brands in Japan. I can't see where the jeans shop is. Oh, maybe the jeans shop is inside the restaurant. And then we get there. The restaurant is just a jeans shop. <laughs> they <laughs> They've kept all sure. the exterior that makes it look like a diner if you speak English.
0: <laughs> inside it just sells clothes. <laughs> you can't eat that. Oh, we got some ramen in the end. But yeah, still still got to find that next burger on the horizon. Yeah. It the ramen was decent. It was. But you, you can find, you can find a, a good burger in that cityscape, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, questions for this? Uh, who exactly went into the Twilight Zone? Because my first note was... Yeah, as we said at the start, Arch is
1: of the Twilight Zone. Right. He's not a person who went into it. He was born in it. Yeah. So I, I <laughs> guess... I guess everyone his... he interacted with.
0: So Maggie...
1: Maggie, the mob boss, and the dad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although the dad, you know, he don't take no guff with the Twilight Zone.
1: Yeah, that's how you respond to the Twilight Zone. Shoot it in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. He could have survived. Maybe he went through all of his phases. The guy felt bad, called an ambulance, and Arch Hammer's uh, up to his old tricks in no time. Nice. He's dead. He's dead. That's in the. That's in the episode title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The four of us are dying. <laughs> Just trying to look on the you know the bright side of life, uh, Eric Idle style. Right. I mean, look on the bright side of life.
1: Arch Hammer's dead. <laughs> that's probably a good thing. So. Well, he's really messed with Max now. Oh, yes. He just put in that one appearance and then she's back to be dead. Is she going to show up at the train station? Then? Yeah, I guess, she yeah, is. Of course she is. Waiting for him all night. Yeah, yeah. I guess you will believe it was a ghost.
0: <laughs> That'll be quite a story for her to tell. Oh. She could do it over some piano tinkling. and. <laughs> I mean, she never not tell it to I anyone. I once met a ghost. Dun, 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 martini, so, you know. <laughs> was that meant to
1: rhyme with I once met a ghost?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> I just That was that was my stage direction. At could you G's. be like...
1: Martini, razor a toast. There you go. There's a reason Matt doesn't write lyrics
0: usually. When well, I can write lyrics, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too lazy to do it. <laughs> but um, okay, Maggie doesn't deserve it. Then I think. Yeah. I mean, she's a grieving, you know, well, not widow, but uh, you know, dead boyfriend, lady. <laughs> That's, yeah. So bereaved lover. She seems to be a bit of a lush. I don't know if I'm like assuming too much there, but i don't even know what that means lush is um a, a slightly older what well, i i thought maggie is attractive so but she's slightly older right who drinks too much okay yeah <laughs> that's lush there's also a good be- a shoegazing band called lush they're from the uk we saw her have a drink huh we should we saw her have a drink I'm and mis- the actress
1: was probably younger than me
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Screw you! I'm, I'm just assuming she's slamming <laughs> martinis. Yeah, I
1: don't yeah.
0: Know. she's smoking plenty of cigarettes. She's not going to keep that torch voice too well, long. Everyone in Twilight Zone has to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> true. See the contract. I, I hope they uh, the, the Beatles Get Back documentary has a disclaimer at the beginning, like people will be smoking a lot in this. They should they should put that beginning of Twilight Zone. Probably do. Have you checked your Blu-rays? Okay, and it's on the Blu-rays. But yeah, if you stream it, hey, maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> um... The Look at the end boss. credits, see if it's been
1: added in there. Well, yeah, he's a mob boss. He deserves everything he gets.
0: He deserves everything he gets. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he did murder the guy that's, uh, you know, it's not him coming back, but it's yeah. that face coming back. So, yes, the mob boss. He deserves boss. at least to lose all that money, yeah. And, and dad, his TV. dad was sharp?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Arch deserved what he got from it from the
0: dad. Yeah, he's been going around being a prick for God knows how many years. And I years.
1: guess the dad just got closure without having to kill his son. So, ideal scenario there. Everyone involved.
0: So, what's what's next Thanksgiving dinner going to be like for if that d- family? If the son
1: does show back up again? <laughs> yeah. The implication was that I think he's never, he hasn't seen him in a long time and he's not going to. I killed you.
0: <laughs> no, he only shows up for Thanksgiving and, and this is like, this is October. Okay. When this takes place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm not familiar with Thanksgiving. Do dead relatives usually show up? Okay. Do we don't have it in the UK, so I don't
0: know. Okay. I
1: didn't know that part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the dead. (laughs) Thanksgiving of the dead.
1: It's all about the dead Native Americans that you slaughtered.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. It's about pretending we didn't. (laughs) That's the horrible thing. (laughs) Um,
1: We're saying thanks when they just let us have the land.
0: Yeah. Why thanks, folks? Um, On the tripometer.
1: Hmm. See, watching it now, it's not that high on the tripometer. But if you think that this was probably the first time you'd seen this kind of shapeshifter, I'll give it like a,
0: whoa! I was just going to give it a four. I don't even think it's that trippy. I'm just like, it has to be a four. Mm. Four of us are dying. It's a four. Okay. Um, realistically, I don't know. I, I, 3.5.5. 5. Whoa is cool too, though. I like that. That wasn't a Neo Whoa though. What, or, excuse me, a Keanu Whoa. What, what oh. kind of Whoa is that? Is that a wrestling Whoa? I don't know, just a woe. just a woe, okay.
1: Not everything I do is a reference, Matt.
0: My a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Luke woe. Yeah, okay. a Luke original. Yeah. Um, I got through the questions. Is there, is there anything else you want to, like, blast out on this particular episodic? Oh, it's not, epi- yeah, it is episodic, excuse me. See, I, I, I mix up serial and, like, episodic in my mind now. Is it serial? Is it episodic? This one's an episode, this one's a serial.
1: Because well, in, in video those, game those. space, episodic just means it is split into episodes, mm. which is all TV.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Earlier today, you said something about this relating to
1: Pokemon? Oh, no, it's just Pokemon um, had the same death when Ditto died in the film. Oh, that's
0: what you're getting at. Yeah, okay. and in
1: Terminator 2, it has the same death when the T1000 dies.
0: Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just didn't know if you had. So, someone... Oh,
1: this is the originator of that thing, which I brought up in both of those. Okay. Same like it must come from somewhere, but I don't know where.
0: I was, in, I was inviting you to blow my mind, but you're just pointing at stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can point at stuff, too. That's cool. Because well, I, 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 I didn't I'm think about sure it. I'm pretty sure
1: when we recorded podcasts on that Pokemon film, I did say that must have come from somewhere, but I don't know where. Ah. So now we know where. Right. <laughs> Everything was just ripping off Twilight Zone. And if, if this As is, is always the case. <laughs> if this
0: was ripping off some,
1: something else, do tell us. Cause I would love to know if there was a precursor of this for shape shifting in general and that death.
0: Well, there was the thing from another world which we haven't watched. We just watched The Thing, but... Oh, yeah, does it shape-shift the same way? I don't assume
1: not the same way The Thing does, but...
0: Well, we're sitting here talking about having not watched it, so... Yes,
1: we should probably put that on the schedule soon, actually. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe by the time you're listening to this, we've done it.
0: <laughs> My point is maybe there is... I, I could imagine there might be a 50s like sci-fi you know, mm. B-movie I, that... Yeah,
1: if there it. is one, I really want to see it. Yeah. But at this point, this is the earliest example I've seen of all of this
0: And stuff. it's classy. It's done well. It's got some, like, a great soundtrack. It's got some of the best sets I've ever seen mm. so I mean the interiors are just like whatever they're fine but those exteriors are just like, whoa those blew my mind yeah like, like I, I think I did watch this one like I think three it is times. just the one set each time but it still looks great yeah it's the same set each time but they just they have a bunch of angles they keep it like kinetic and that's that's because this show didn't have that big a budget for, for TV of the time it had a good budget but compared to a movie of this time it was nothing you know yep so yeah um Wheel in the House I, I don't know. You want, you want to do the thing?
1: It's your podcast. Thing, you have to yeah. do the thing. Oh, yeah. Why do I do my plugs first?
0: Okay. You can do your plugs first. If you want to hear me talk about Pokemon
1: some more, you can go to my podcast, Luke Loves Pokemon. It's on Twitter, at Luke Loves PKMN. You can also search it on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. It's Luke Loves Pokemon. I also Stream Pokemon. You can find that on Twitch.tv, slash Luke Loves Pokemon. Luke Loves PKMN, I should specify. And I do a Monster Hunter podcast called Monster Mash, which you can find at Monster Mash Pod on Twitter. And just search Monster Mash Podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, blah, 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 blah.
0: And all of this is on Podcastio Podcastius, including this podcast.
1: Yeah, go to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius. You'll find links to all the podcasts that me and Matt make. And if you're so inclined, you can toss us a dollar
0: a month to hear them early. Yes. And help keep it online. Um, I said we talk sci-fi movies. See, see, it's... it's... You, you know, I asked the, the guest, right, do their plug, and then I can just do mine, but now it's all, like, convoluted, you yeah, know? Yeah, because I, we do podcast together. It's like we have different faces of the well, same Well, that's why I just
1: plugged the I don't do with you.
0: Yeah, I know. I was trying to, like, dovetail it right, but now I'm, like, having an existential crisis about what I'm talking about.
1: Hmm. Oh, oh, there was something I wanted to bring up. So this kind... Mate, this should be a separate section. <laughs> just go on. Uh, so, you know, the, the, um, the kind of shapeshifting here where he just sort of... It's not really an effect, he changes face. Right. When have you seen that? Because um, I've definitely seen it when I used to work in retail. I mean, and I, I'd be talking to someone and they'd put on their customer face. And it's like, you just turn into another person.
0: That's true. Um, my, my university roommate, my first one, I remember because he talked, he had normal voice. He'd mm. pick up the phone, talk to his girlfriend, how are you doing? Like,
1: what are yeah. you doing, dude? <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. Worst yeah. voice. I'm like, <laughs> um, there's definitely been people, oh, do you remember Rena, who used to work? You maybe didn't even meet her. She worked at the main school on the front desk. Yeah. She was a completely different person in English and Japanese. Ah. She put on a really, like, insane anime little girl voice anytime she talked Japanese. <laughs> but just sounded like an adult woman whenever she talked English.
0: How many faces do I put on? You just have the
1: one weird one all the time, which is why people find you so bizarre. <laughs>
0: okay. Because I actually went, like, full professional uh, at our job. I was, I was telling everyone how to do the summer school class, and I went, like, full professional for, like, five minutes, and it blew one of our co-workers' minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
1: because um, I, think, I think I am, like, quite a chameleon. Mm. I'm very good at ingratiating myself with different groups through different sense of humor and stuff. Um, and one time I've seen this not done well was when I went out with me... But as a kid, right? and it's me and my brother and sister and our parents, and my dad's friend and his family. But my dad's friend was like a Christian pastor. And so my mum, who swears all the time, like most of my friends who've met her, the first thing they heard her say was the C word, right? <laughs> is trying not to swear all day, and it's hilarious listening to us be like, "Oh, fiddlesticks!" <laughs> oh, sugar! That's a shame. <laughs>
0: That's cool. So, you know, yeah, we are all arch hammers. We all put on these faces at various times, mm. except for me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. It's authentic, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Gather silence please Glowing in moonlight. And if you were here, I know you'd feel alright. But all guys want to take a walk. This seemed like a disease.